0: everybody and welcome back to another episode of in, in case, case you
1: missed, missed it. it the we, new year's special
0: not well not yet
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's that weird period between christmas and new year that's like depressing for me every year
1: yeah
0: um but we had one good thing and that is the release of a new pixar movie
1: Uh huh. so we wanted
0: to hop on here and talk about that we're also going to talk about the um finale of the bachelorette uh we had a special little episode recorded last <laughs> week but oh, i yeah. i really messed up with however i was recording the audio for myself
1: we did it on zoom yeah. the first time for us and
0: it really i tried to fix it but it just sounded so bad i decided it wouldn't be worth releasing mm. so we're going to just mention that real quick as we look forward to the next season.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, um, yeah, we'll just kind of catch up with you guys.
1: Uh-huh. And- well-
0: I didn't even say who I was. My name's Casey Huhan. I'm here with the usual guest
1: Eddie Trezino. Trezino. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Who's you. Who's got the longest
0: hair in the world yeah, going on? it's right really now.
1: starting to fall out. It's like coming. I need to. Oh no! Well, it's like because it's just you're shedding. Yeah, yeah. It's you're getting warmer. It's getting warmer outside. Don't. I'm coming out of hibernation. It's January. <laughs> just, no, it's December. Oh, it's December. Yeah, but it's like a dry December. Dry December.
0: <laughs> I hope we get another snow. We had we a white will. Christmas, which was like honestly gorgeous. Oh, Casey,
1: the snow comes in January and February. You're right. Trust our first date had snow. Yeah, yeah, it did. Or our
0: second date, whenever you drove me to almost heaven.
1: Oh, yeah. That was crazy.
0: Anyway, I'm getting off track. Uh, let's just launch right into the recap of the bachelorette, bachelorette. season. And we're back. So, Taysha, probably one of the best bachelorettes we've had in years, has just finished her season and is engaged
1: to (laughs) drumroll... Zach Clark. Yes. Clarky, apparently. The little nickname, Clarky.
0: Honestly, I was very, very happy with the results.
1: Yeah, I was too. I mean... We've been burned before by misleading editing, as we know. Mm -hmm. So it was... uh, I was completely not convinced that it would... Even though a lot of signs pointed to it being Zach, I wasn't convinced until the very end.
0: Well, and we talked about how she had really some of the greatest guys. Like, her season just had a (laughs) lot of really solid guys, at least. They seemed all like they would be great, you know, fits.
1: Yeah, nice people. And
0: then she, you know, Brendan actually left the show he oh, was yeah. in the final three and i think came to the realization that you know he just wasn't ready to get married or get engaged again it was just too soon after his own divorce uh-huh. a lot of people saw him as the front runner for a long time and Taisha even said, she was like, I always thought it was going to be burned in.
1: Yeah, yeah, which I wonder how much that, uh, you know, counts for, you know? A what lot I mean? of
0: people were saying Taisha just kind of plays the game, you know, with like producers, like she knows what yeah, to say. Yeah. And they wonder, you know, how much of it she means. But,
1: you she, know. Yeah, she was really not giving anything away for a she, long time. She
0: really wasn't. And she freaking. She freaking brought Ben back. Uh,
1: this is like a week ago that we watched this. Yeah. yeah. It is hard to remember. It's hard
0: to remember, but basically she had sent Ben home, and then Brendan took sent himself home after that. Then Ben was like, Hey, Tisha, I'm still quarantining here, so I just want to come to your room and say, I actually really love you. I want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> she brings him back, and then it was the weirdest rose ceremony because she had brought back Ben,
1: it was hot. Yeah, she let go of uh Brendan.
0: She, well, Brendan left.
1: Yeah, but the, the other two guys didn't know. They didn't
0: know that. So they were expecting to see Brendan. They see Ben. And Ben's like, well, yeah. what's up, my dudes? Yeah. And they were not happy. And then it turns out, so of course, Ben missed Fantasy Suites. Uh-huh. And we learn... We, we learned from Taysha. she pulls aside sweet, sweet Ivan.
1: Yeah. And she was like, Ivan, can I talk to you for a second? And he's like, huh? What?
0: Do you Ugh, remember that? Bad, yeah. He, he was like, what? Well, I He mean, didn't even know what was happening. It was so strange because instead of just doing the rose ceremony and sending him home, she pulled him aside. And yeah. Him yeah. But I think she's just trying to kind of make it less embarrassing or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, um, you got to like, when it gets personal with these people, you got to yeah. actually tell them. You can't yeah. just like, nope, no rose. See no. ya.
0: She, her and Ivan apparently had a lot of talks about things in their personal lives and how religion oh, yeah. is very different from them. And they didn't go into depth on this. No, yeah, it didn't
1: show us, we don't know anything. I
0: don't think that, it's because it was like part of the overnight date, the cameras weren't yeah,
1: on. Yeah, but like, tell, well, we don't know anything about what this well, conversation was Well, Ivan did
0: like. an interview after oh. and I read it and he basically was like, you know, I'm not religious religion has never been an issue with me and previous girlfriends you know but it's something that's really important to Tasha. and he's like i i understand completely so it Hmm. wasn't like a blindsided thing i think he knew he even said he was like i knew this was kind of the bombshell that could end this for me
1: interesting and
0: i always got friend vibes from ivan anyway i don't even think they slept together if i had to take a guess uh huh.
1: yeah i guess we don't know
0: so then it was just down to ben and zach who get to meet Tasha's family (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and Tasha's dad, and we were like teased this whole season oh, with yeah. like some sort of clip of her dad calling someone a clown. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's one of those classic bachelor moves where the producers show you a clip that they don't actually end up using. Oh yeah. Edit. Yeah. So who knows who he was talking about? Honestly, the guys, both of them, it went fine. Like the parents seemed to like both of them. Yeah. Like, I I didn't see them leaning one way or the other.
1: I feel like Ben was just kind of there. They didn't, like, because it was, like, weird because, like, once Ivan was gone, you're like, okay, it's Zach. Right. So it was, like, yeah, pretty much, like, it's, like, it was weird because it was, like, Ben didn't really talk about anything. And then with Zach, Ben went first. And then with Zach, they're like, so, you know, how are you going to make this work? And, like, what... Blah, blah, blah. Right, they were
0: harder on Zach. Yeah, and
1: it's like, so it's like they knew, it's like the family knew too. But, and yeah. I mean, I think
0: they were harder on Zach because they knew he had been married prior as oh, well. Oh, yes. And they might not know as much of his background as far as like a lot of that marriage had to do. Not only with him being young, but with the fact that at that time in his life, he was like
1: addicted addicted drugs. to drugs,
0: partying, blah, 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 you know. So he kind of owned up to some of that. I don't know how much of it they actually talked about the, that the, might not have been shown.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um... I don't know. I was like, the family could go either way. Yeah. But then Tasha, we're like, okay, you know, Zach's got this in the bag. And then Tasha's dad just shows up and basically gives these vague threats. Uh-huh. He's like, <laughs> I just don't want you to make the biggest mistake of your life. Uh-huh. Uh, you know... I love you. Like, he, like, didn't say anything about a particular guy. I think he was basically saying, like, maybe don't get engaged. Just, like, say you're going to, you know, want to date this person. But Tayshia wanted that. I thought that
1: that was going to happen. Tayshia
0: wanted that ring, that Neil Neil Diamond bling. Neil
1: Lane. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. (laughs) Neil
0: Lane bling. Da, da,
1: da. Yeah. So. Yeah, Neil. What Um, ends up
0: happening is Tayshia immediately, it seems, after she talks to her dad, the timeline's foggy. But Taisha goes and breaks it with Ben. No,
1: no, 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 what? no. What? After she talks to her dad, remember yeah. Zach and her go and have that dancing date. Remember they learned to dance. she
0: broke up with Ben and then she went on the date no, with Zach. No, I'm
1: pretty sure that she... No, I'm pretty... She does the dancing because she's like, Oh, I don't know, Zach. What if it's not like this Oh, one? And Zach's you're like, right. Oh, it's okay. We're just dancing. You're right. Okay, and so... And then she's like, I know it's Zach. It's Zach Clark.
0: Her and Zach go on this cute little dance. Da- uh, date dancing, where they learn, they learn dancing. a dance routine and he can tell that Tasha's like in her head and I related to it like just kind of the disconnection from reality you feel when you're feeling very anxious uh-huh. and he liked the cutest thing that reminded me of of you <sighs> which is he like kind of made like a little joke and he was like come on Tasha, you can do better than that with like the one dance move and she was like what do you mean and she was just <sighs> kind of laughing so I feel like he pulled her out of it and, and then she had the conversation with him that I think I think this was a good conversation because she was like, basically what she was saying, she didn't say these words. But basically what she was saying was I'm not going to be an influencer forever. One day I'm just going to be a mom and I'm not going to be this like crazy, cool, you know, whatever you think I might be. Are uh-huh. you still going to love me if you know who I am or what I do changes? Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, cause Zach is not an Instagram boy. He,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he doesn't even really know what's going on. Well, with you know, Instagram.
1: he's 36. He already mm-hmm. knows. He's like, he's like, I'm already past my prime. Oh. It's okay if she is too, so it's fine. I
0: mean, Taisha is far from past her prime. Yeah. I think she was just saying, you know, Well, like, it's like
1: she she wants five kids. She wants insane. to pull a Trezino's. Yeah, that's so. honestly...
0: that I can, literally cannot fathom having five children. Yeah. But... I can't either. She <laughs> basically uh, is worried that if, you know who she is or what she wants changes and zach won't want her anymore and he reassures her and i think they have a very mature and beautiful relationship and i was full-on rooting for them i knew ben was had to be out of the competition by now and he was so we were saved from the dreaded two proposal
1: yeah finale
0: which is how the bachelorette used to be i feel like it's going away from that now because the leads are like this is too mean i'm not gonna do it but basically what normally happens is they just go to the finale with two guys still and she ha- just stops one of them like they'll come down and be like "Tasha, from the moment i met you blah blah blah," and she'll just have to be like stop wait yeah and then send them home and it's awful
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so what Tasha did is she was like no 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 so she just goes and before her and ben even have their final date she's like i'm, I'm sorry it's zach
1: yeah and Good ben job. goes home
0: and and zach comes down and does the most beautiful proposal speech i've ever heard
1: it was it was
0: so beautiful and (laughs) at one point he was getting so choked up he just started whispering it he Uh was like whispering oh my god it was it was i was crying it was beautiful
1: i don't remember what he said but i remember it was pretty good and i remember
0: tisha like stopped him and like took a really long pause now
1: yeah she was like she was like it's just that and then like it was a fake out for the trip for the commercials right and yeah and then she's like, "I love you even more."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was, she was like, she was like, "I've been telling you that I've been falling in love with you, but." but. And then she seemed, you know, like she was emotional, so she was gathering herself.
1: Uh-huh. But then,
0: of course, the producers make it this big dramatic moment, and then she's yeah. like, "But it's more than that," and everybody's like. Oh.
1: I've been following you love. But I already am in love.
0: Yeah! yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it was, like, so sweet. It was pretty good, And yeah. I've been following them on Instagram. And Zach doesn't really post very much on Instagram. But Taysha, of course, that's her, like, job. Yeah. So, she's been on there. They were together for Christmas. She's now in New York and was visiting his family and is living with Zach um, at his place. At least she seems to be staying there right now. Some girl put like a TikTok on Instagram and she was like, oh my gosh, we just met Taysha and Zach. She's like, Tasha was so sweet. She was talking to us. We tried to get Zach to talk, but he wouldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, girl, his. he's just trying to live his life. Like Eddie, you said, you were like, he's probably like, he's just not used to he's that. He's just a guy. He, he's <laughs> not used to Tasha is has gotten accustomed to people recognizing her and coming up to her on the street and being like, hey, yeah. can I take a selfie? Zach's like, like probably just like, can you imagine his Zach
1: always does that face. His,
0: like, I was gonna say his little flat face, being like, whoop.
1: Yeah, he does. He looks happening? up. He looks up at them through his uh, his worry lines. Yeah.
0: I saw t- <laughs> I saw a tweet I sent you that said it looks like Zach is constantly oh, yeah. doing a Robert De Niro impersonation. <laughs> yeah,
1: it kind of does. And it's really
0: But honestly, they seem so sweet. Like they, it seems like their relationship is still going well. They're just adjusting to quote unquote real life. Um. I'm hoping for them. I'm rooting for these kids to to stick it out. They don't even need to get married for like, you know, people are engaged for years sometimes before they get married. It's just a show of commitment to one another. So I loved it. I loved the finale. I loved Tasha's season. We are mere days away from the start of The Bachelor. Yeah, I know. With Matt Coming up,
1: I can't believe it.
0: Eddie and I still have to do our brackets. Or... Yeah,
1: you know, I looked on. Speaking of that, I looked on Google and I couldn't find any for Matt James. Really? Yet. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe I was looking in the wrong place. Well, i will we'll find, find one
0: because we. I don't like the online ones. I like to write yeah, it out. Me too. Um,
1: I'll you know, right
0: we. In. I think we both picked Brendan to win. Maybe I
1: think we did. Or I. Mean, I, I it was. We, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, Brendan and Zach. I was gonna to say of both ones. of us kind
0: of had Brendan and Zach in our top two or three, and then of course Zach won it all. Um, so we're excited. We're looking forward. I'm looking forward to Matt James' season. A lot of people are worried he won't be able to carry it because he's not a, he's not a personality. He's not been on the show before. Um, But I like it because I think it takes it back to basics in the early seasons where you had some random guy just struggling Uh (laughs) through this competition of all these ladies, you know. So, I'm excited.
1: It's going to be good. Can't wait.
0: Excited. I can't wait. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the latest Pixar release, Soul. Pixar. We've come and known to love them over this quarantine. Eddie and I actually watched them in order. If you've listened to the podcast, you know.
1: Long-time listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry it took so long for this next installment.
0: (laughs) Well, we were waiting and waiting for Soul to come out. They did a home uh, release on Disney Plus because of the pandemic, which honestly, like, while I do miss going to the movie theater, it is nice to be comfy at home and watch it and just, like, watch it on your own time with your own snack. I mean, I enjoy that. Yeah. But Soul... Is the first black lead for Pixar.
1: Oh yeah. Um, That's the cool. main
0: character is an adult black man, uh-huh. voiced by Jamie Foxx. Uh huh. Yep. And he is a band teacher at school, and he's an aspiring jazz musician. Mm-hmm. And we basically get the setup that he's just you know living a normal day, teaching the kids at school. He. Gets a call from a former student saying, hey, I'm playing with Dorothea Williams, who's I guess like a, and just, I don't know if in real no, life no, I think she's, she's made up, okay, so in this universe, she's like a famous jazz museum,
1: museum, museum, musician,
0: and he's like, you know, we need a piano player, and I told her about you, come to this jazz club and play for her, he does it, he nails the audition, books the no,
1: game. I don't think he nails it, yeah, he she, surprises them,
0: well, yeah, you're right, he surprises her, and she says, you know, show up. Isn't yeah. it, didn't she give him a job? Yeah,
1: she's like, show up. Let's see what you got.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, what you saw on oh, the trailer. Course, so yes. this is not a spoiler because it isn't a trailer. He is leaving that. He's on the phone, not paying attention to where he's going. He falls into a manhole, and his soul appears in this <sighs> otherworldly universe. Uh-huh. Eddie, where do you even want to start on this movie? I don't even know where uh, to start.
1: Well, it's a pretty... I guess it's pretty high concept, if you'd want to say that, because it's about... It's basically about life and death, mm-hmm. which I don't... I guess Pixar's covered life and death before, like Coco especially, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's another Pixar movie where, like, on the surface, it's kind. it kind of looks kiddy because, like, he, he basically, like, kind of dies and goes... Like, his soul is a little blue blob and goes to a world of other blue blobs, but, like, that world is <laughs> kind of complicated... Mm-hmm. With all the rules and stuff, which is a classic Pixar thing. Like, they do it in a lot of movies, mm-hmm. like Monsters, Inc. And mm-hmm. and uh, Inside Out have a lot of, like, you know,
0: And they kind of just rules. throw you in. Like, they assume that you will learn as we go. Yeah.
1: And, you know, it's not really a... Uh, you know, people can pick holes in these kind of world things. But I think it actually worked pretty good. And, like, mm-hmm. they explained a lot of, like, <laughs> abstract concepts, which, you know, we, you can which works in an animated movie because you can kind of, like, make an abstract concept, whatever you want. (laughs) But uh, he goes to this world and basically he wants to get back to his real body because he doesn't want to be dead. Uh, He... (laughs) <laughs> yeah they, yeah, they he find
0: da- out that his body is in a holding pattern aka it seems that back it's, on earth his body is in like a coma well he's
1: gonna die uh probably he's cause... in a
0: coma or something yeah
1: yeah i guess and so.
0: that one lady what do they call those little things jerry's um jerry or the t-
1: and then the little souls but so basically he's trying to trick these like all-knowing beings into like Letting him go back to Earth mm-hmm, and be, mm-hmm. and so he can play this gig, mm-hmm. um, and he has to like basically mentor this new soul, twenty-two, voiced by Tina Fey, in the
0: Great Before. That's what it Great is.
1: Before, yeah, and it's like souls who are gonna be. He born takes into the babies. place
0: of this other soul as becoming like a counselor. Yeah. And, these, and they get assigned these little baby souls to uh-huh. try to help them find their spark of joy that will give them their earth pass.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically the basic premise. I and mean, that's pretty, it's kind of well, complicated. The
0: one he gets assigned, 22, is like the voice by Tina Fey. 22
1: out of, mil, out of billions. Is yeah. this
0: soul that has been really tricky. None of the mentors have been able to let her find her spark that will give her her earth pass.
1: Yeah. Well, she, yeah, and she doesn't even want to go to earth. Right. Because she likes being a little brat. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she does and there's it's honestly a beautiful world it's beautifully animated it surprised me because it doesn't spend as much time in that soul world as you think it's going yeah to. it's
1: good because people were mad that um you know i guess like it is pixar cool finally a has a black lead
0: and then they kill them
1: yeah but like i don't know like i guess maybe that's an issue and i, I don't want to say it's not bad but like they go back to like the real to well, earth and people
0: were judging it before they saw it
1: yeah I think, but I, I you know, i don't know i don't want to say that it's like if you're wrong in your opinion that like you know they don't show a black person on screen basically enough,
0: but... what happens is is they you know he's obviously trying to get back into his body him and 22 get switched up and wait they go...
1: wait oh we don't want... oh you're gonna give that up a... because oh, i, I, I didn't give know that, that, that away no
0: Oh, God! Because I didn't
1: know that, did you? No, you're so right. So anyway, but the, the whole movie, like, it's, like, kind of a journey of self-discovery and what mm-hmm. it really means to be, to live your life. And
0: to have a purpose. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I don't I don't know. It really, like, <laughs> I didn't know that was what it was going to be about. <laughs> I thought it would be, like, I don't know, because he's, like, a jazz guy, and I thought the idea, I going in, I thought the idea was he would learn to love being a teacher Here's my thought was it was going to be him learning to love being a teacher instead mm-hmm. of being a player mm-hmm. which you know that's kind of simple and like a, but like I'm sure that was still good well, but it's more about like finding joy in your everyday life mm-hmm. and like it's it's really weird that that
0: It honestly almost works doesn't so feel well. like a kids movie. Yeah, I know. Because so high concept. Yeah,
1: well it's it's like cuz I feel like a lot of adults, especially us in our 20s, are like, mm-hmm. man, well, we have to keep doing this stuff mm-hmm. or else it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, the movie kind of tells you it's okay. Mm-hmm. You go every day and you're doing stuff every day. Well,
0: and it's interesting because, of course, his dream is to have, you know, be paid for playing music, to uh-huh. be a, a jazz musician, and he, he finds out at one point in the movie that That even having accomplished that, he doesn't feel the way he thought he Uh would. Uh-huh,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a a relatable thing. Yeah,
0: and it's a real turning point to being like, yeah, you could achieve your highest dream. And it doesn't mean that, you you know, life doesn't stop after that. You still, you know, that's not the purpose. Yeah. Your purpose is so much more complicated than just fulfilling one goal or one oriented task. So I think it's really beautiful. I loved it. I want to watch it again because I feel yeah, like there's a lot that I could, that I could get from watching it a second time. A lot of people were comparing it to Inside Out and saying that, like,
1: yeah, it they is a couldn't, little bit they like couldn't that. stop
0: comparing it to the Inside Out and that they didn't think it was as good as Inside Out, but you're not supposed to compare them because they're two different movies. Uh-huh. So I just think that's unfair.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a little bit like Inside Out, just the con- weird conceptual things, but.
0: I don't know. It's I think different. It's completely you can tell. Different.
1: Yeah, you can use similar ingredients. Isn't for different that the stores.
0: same animator or something? It's the
1: same director, Pete Docter. Okay. But I love Inside Out is probably like my. I don't. This is close, but I Inside Out might still be my favorite Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. When I mean, when did you know this was going to be a cry movie? I
0: mean well, all Pixar I mean, movies are cry movies.
1: No, not all of them. I mean, I guess a lot of them recently are. <clears throat> Excuse me, but like. There is like most they, of them
0: make me cry.
1: Most of them, I don't know. There's, I mean, yeah. Now it it's weird because Pixar now has the reputation for that, mm-hmm. which I think you know it sucks. But it's they've been a studio a long time, and people were disappointed in like Onward because it's not as like maybe it's not as good as some other things. But Pixar's when you get. When you get a rep as big as Pixar, like everything has to be like amazing. Yeah. But luckily, this was amazing.
0: <laughs> I mean, but, like, I liked Onward. Yeah, me
1: too. But I just like, think
0: uh, it was more, it was less focused on emotions and message and more focused on like a, an adventure. But I think what's so touching about Onward is the, I mean, there is a message of like that brother relationship. Yeah, there was a real difference. And now di- he there realizes that what he's been looking for in a dad is something that his brother's given him this whole time yeah. and just appreciating the people in your life that you are just passively taking for granted. I don't yeah. know. I, th- I thought, no, that no, was really that's true. Too. That's
1: the thing is like Pixar, a lot of their movies do this thing where like the reveal of the theme is like the big climax. Yeah. Like this, like somebody, I listened to a, a review. Someone talked about it and they compared like, there's like, we won't spoil it, I guess, but,
0: it's hard not to.
1: It's be. a it's a scene like at the cl- the climax of the movie, is really similar to like the beginning of Up, mm-hmm. where it's just like scenes and then and music with no dialogue and mm-hmm. like that's the cry part. And mm-hmm. It also is like you realize what the movie's about, mm-hmm. and like it's just like oh my god. Yeah. So it's really Pixar really doing it.
0: I like literally it. can't wait to watch it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I love well, the any...
0: depiction of New York City as well. Yeah,
1: New York. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Jazz, it's great. I wish yeah. we could go to New York.
0: One day to. we'll be back.
1: Yeah. So. Post-pandemic. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah, but I just, uh, I think if you're in your 20s, I think it's a watch really relatable it, movie. Yeah. It just really, really like makes you think and hopefully helps you
0: gives you hope i think yeah that you're, people, you're not the only one who ever feels this way
1: yeah yeah and it's okay to cry because it's it's a heavy it's like it's heavy stuff yeah and it's yeah and i don't it people say that things like and i'm just talking about pixar things now but people say that some of the cries aren't earned which maybe some of them they're not but this one it really is yeah i think so, <laughs> so. too yeah it was
0: beautiful all right so that is our um reaction to soul the latest pixar movie uh when we come back we'll just talk a little bit about rec room and then we'll end the episode
1: survivors ready
0: survivors go
1: (laughs) this is in case you missed it and uh we're watching season one of survivor the show and i don't think that Maybe you people who've watched a lot of Survivor can weigh in, but Jeff Probst always says "Survivor's ready" during a competition, mm-hmm. and Casey thinks that he in later seasons he starts to say "Survivor's go," <laughs> which I don't think is a thing, but maybe it is. So tell okay, us. Okay, listen. In the I mean, yeah. I'm not. It, no, no, no. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No, I'm
0: sure I'm probably wrong. Here's the thing: when I was growing up, when I was little, when I was like seven or eight family with big Survivor fans. Oh. We watched it all as a family. It was something... similar to American Idol in the early years where we could all enjoy it. It was on primetime. We could all watch it together after dinner. So, one year, Santa even brought us Survivor buffs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, like, that was a great Santa gift that year. Like, we were psyched. And yeah. I told Eddie, I was, like, um, listening to... Honestly, one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. It, it, if you like listening to people have, like, deep and meaningful conversations... Listen to Listened Ear Biscuits. Listen In Case You
1: Missed It. Well, oh, listen,
0: yeah. <laughs> listen to In Case You Missed It and also listen to Ear Biscuits. Yeah. Uh, Rhett and Link are YouTube creators who are the host of Good Mythical Morning. Uh, if you don't watch the show, you probably will get less out of the podcast, but they're basically two middle-aged men that have been best friends uh-huh. for years. I mean, they're in their mid-40s now, right? I think so. And... They talk about a lot of different topics. One of the big breakthrough things that got them a lot of traction this year was they talked about, you know, um, what do they call it? Their deconstruction story. Yeah, basically. Their
1: their faith deconstruction or something. They grew up
0: super strictly Baptist, and even their early careers were like involved in the church as missionaries. And now they kind of um, identify much, much differently, and they, you know, kind of came out with their story about that. And it was, like, so interesting to listen to. Yeah, I listened
1: to those, too. That's what Casey told me to listen to.
0: Those were just so interesting to me. And I just think they have so many very interesting conversations about, like, life and friendship. Recently, they talked about, like, whether or not they think they'd be friends if they met each other today. Like, as adults. I just think it's such an interesting listen. And I feel like, especially in this year where we're often very isolated, not going out and hanging out with people very much at all... And we don't really know when that will be a regular thing again. Sometimes you just want to feel like you're sitting in a room listening to some friends talk. And I just, that's how I feel when I listen to that podcast. And I just wanted to recommend that. was well,
1: speaking of that. But,
0: Link, oh, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say we teleported into the rec room.
0: Oh, oh, oh. No, we're already in it. Okay, gotta okay, okay. we got to just click on the
1: light. Chik, chik.
0: Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Saw the
1: light was off.
0: So I want to recommend that, but wow, we are now in the light. I want to say that was a big segue into Survivor because uh-huh. we, they <laughs> did their top ten, t- 10 top 20 moments in Yeah, year, that's so. right.
1: Link said or and, I think it was Link. Yeah, it was
0: Link. Link. He said that one of the things that's really gotten his family through quarantine it's watching all of like watching through all of survivor yeah. because his whole family can watch it which was a very similar experience my family had so i told eddie i was like why don't we watch survivor like i used to be really into it and I'm, i love reality shows let's give it a chance so we started with the very first season which was shot in 2000 uh-huh. so when you watch it it's like what is it it's not widescreen no it's, it's like- the
1: opposite it's Four by eleven. I don't know. What it's, it's like, called. it looks a little funky on your TV.
0: I mean, you get used to it though. Yeah. The same thing happened. When, I was recently watching Project Runway because they have oh, yes. two seasons of that on Netflix, and it, it's a very similar because it's from like 20. I don't know. It's from the early 2010s. And uh, you get used to it. So it's not like, I don't think it's a make or break. I am looking forward to the more high definition seasons. But we've been really enjoying it so far yeah
1: yeah I mean, we're only on the seventh or sixth episode i think of
0: course with the first season they haven't quite found their groove yet with editing and with you know ways to make it the most compelling because they're just figuring trying to figure out what they're doing yeah. like it was funny the first episode they kept playing the same sound clip of this man chanting oh!
1: which <laughs> they, i don't they probably took out because it's kind of annoying. over
0: and over, and over good and then you realize as the episodes go on they way cut back on yeah, that yeah
1: thank god because so it's, it's <laughs> like obnoxious
0: it's really funny so we've really been enjoying it honestly if you want a culture shock and if you want to remember how different things were 20 yeah. years ago the way they talk about the one contestant who is a gay man is wild it feels like I'm watching, I'm like, I'm like, this is the 1950s, but that's how people, you know, I mean.
1: You know, it is a weird space because, like, it seems like they're okay with it, mostly. But the way they they talk about it is just so
0: strange. And kind of awkward and uncomfortable. And, I mean, I think just because for so much of my adult life, um, you know, being gay it's been more celebrated and of course like we saw the legalization of gay marriage and things like that like because so much of my my adult life has been like way more progressive when it comes to that it just seems way more jarring and shocking to me but uh yeah 2000s man we were little babies when this Uh, season was on air for the first time
1: yeah i don't remember my mom watched survivor a lot you yeah. said
0: your grandparents watched. Yeah, you apparently grandparents my grandparents watch
1: every watched season. every season. 40 seasons.
0: Dude, that's insane. I had
1: no idea. I felt like there's one a year, not two a year. I, I just can't. That's just unbelievable.
0: It's shocking.
1: But Have they been
0: filming during the pandemic? No, Is... I,
1: I just read. They said that they put it on hold. So okay. It'll come out next. They'll do it next year, I guess.
0: Well, we have plenty to watch until we catch up on that.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I wonder how far we'll get.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, we might end up. Skipping around some seasons or something, I've been really enjoying it. Honestly, it's something you can kind of have on in the background, too. Like, you don't need to be paying super close attention, like most reality shows. But I've really been enjoying it. I love getting to know like the different people, and um, yeah, I just think it'll be a fun watch as we uh head this week into the new year, just kind of chilling. I'm very hopeful for this next year that there will be some positive changes, but I think we also need to be patient mm-hmm. because while, you know, vaccines have been being administered, there's still a lot to learn and a while before everybody can get it. Mm-hmm. So just trying to be safe and and, you know, be patient and not try to get too frustrated. It is frustrating. Like I miss hanging out with friends. I miss going to movies, but I think a blessing this year is that we have so much, content whether it's movies tv shows games you know at our fingertips to keep us from going crazy inside uh so that's just been great and you know we started this podcast before covid was a thing oh yeah <laughs> um so it's a uh, it's been an interesting ride this uh-huh. year this year has felt quick and long at the same time
1: yeah it's weird Four years went by in pandemic time.
0: Yeah, it felt really, really long. But I think, you know, there's been positives along with the negatives. And, like, I mean, we've both been blessed in that, you know, we have stayed well. Our family has stayed well this time. Mm And I'm hoping we're able to make it to the point where our loved ones, at least our high-risk loved ones, are able to get a vaccination and we can start to worry a little bit less. But um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for all the time I've had with you and just, you know, taking a moment to slow down and be okay with just kind of being
1: uh-huh
0: and i think i am uh looking forward to the new year
1: me too looking
0: forward to drinking <laughs> some champagne in this apartment and not going out yeah. or partying anywhere
1: yeah being Virtual safe 2021
0: that's right so yeah thanks for doing this with me ed
1: thank you for having me on I'll and see you i hope we time. do
0: this for as long as we as long as it's fun you yeah
1: know? yeah good idea
0: so uh good idea. you got any words before 2021 uh, for our
1: viewers our hmm. viewers our listeners uh no i don't know keep listening to the pod rate us on itunes and spotify is that is that where you we're heading with that sure
0: i don't know i don't
1: know what to say
0: i was just thinking <laughs> you know i uh, have a happy and healthy have new year. a happy
1: and healthy new year and from us
0: we love you and we'll see you in 2021
1: i love you <laughs> yes Bye. bye, bye.